time. Hey, Jim. Jim, what time is it? It All Adds Up, the podcast that saves you all the money on all the things. Okay, welcome to the 46th episode of It All Adds Up. I'm Lizzie, and today I'm joined by my brother, John. Hey there. So this is our first episode of season six, and this is the final season of our main podcast series. In season six, we're going to take a step back and look at the bigger picture of some of the concepts and ideas that we've discussed over the last 45 episodes together. And today, we're going to discuss how we approach owning material goods in our everyday lives. So in season five, we discussed ways to save money on a bunch of different miscellaneous items. We covered everything from electronic devices to furniture to clothing. And a common recommendation to save money in each of our episodes was to buy less of that item. Buy fewer TVs, buy fewer decorative pillows for the couch, buy fewer shoes. But when it comes to purchasing your material items, you should never go so far as to sacrifice your health or safety. But it is important to be aware of what you own and how much you own so you can decide what you really need and what is just taking up space and wasting you money. If you buy only what you need, you'll have the potential to save a lot of money. Exactly. And cutting back on material items doesn't even necessarily mean cutting back on convenience or comfort either. Oftentimes, you can increase your happiness by living more simply because you eliminate a lot of clutter and unnecessary expenses. Actually, when I was a sophomore in undergrad, I saw a 60 Minutes episode about people who live with only 100 material possessions. I thought it was such a cool concept for saving money, so I decided to make a list of all the items I would include. I was amazed when I hit about 50 items and I had already listed all of my essentials. Even just 50 items gave me enough clothes for a week, a few books, some sporting equipment, and some simple kitchen supplies. Anyway, I decided to live with just 150 material items for an entire year. I was pretty strict with my count, too. I counted every individual textbook and every fork and every plate, and every pair of socks and every pair of underwear each counted as their own, so I only had seven pairs of socks and seven pairs of underwear. Didn't you ever run out of clean clothes? I think I have at least 50 t-shirts in my closet right now, let alone all the other shirts, pants, shorts, and jackets. I can't imagine downsizing my clothing and all other possessions to under 150 items. I had to do laundry about once per week, but it was one full load every time, and that's about how often I do laundry anyway. I thought it was going to be really difficult too, but the craziest thing was that once I settled into my apartment, I barely noticed I had so few possessions. I guess that makes sense. When I traveled around Europe for a few months, I carried everything I needed in an 80-liter backpack. And when I finally returned home, I was shocked to see how many other clothes I had lying around the house that I was perfectly fine without for such a long time. It was also helpful that I packed durable clothes that I could easily layer. So none of my clothes wore out over three months. Plus, I had a variety of different outfits that were suitable for multiple types of weather because I could add and remove layers as needed. And even though you were traveling, that's a great mindset to apply to your everyday life to save money on everyday items. 
In general, it's best to be intentional about your shopping so you buy durable products that you will actually need and use. And it's also financially helpful to know how to maintain and repair your material possessions. There are a bunch of YouTube videos that can help with DIY maintenance and repair, but there are also a lot of shops that can help you fix broken items as well. I really love this place called the Repair Cafe. It originated in the Netherlands, but there are now locations across the U.S. Volunteers at Repair Cafes help you fix things like electrical and mechanical devices, computers, bicycles, and clothing. It's a great way to save money by fixing what you have instead of buying a new product. And oftentimes, you might need a product for a special occasion, but you won't use it much afterwards. This is common for things like ladders or tools or power washers. Instead of buying a product you won't get your money's worth from, you can use resource sharing apps like Nextdoor to borrow materials from your neighbor. It's a great way to save money while getting to know your neighbors and community. Okay, quick recap. All right, so in general, you can save a lot of money by being more intentional about your shopping. Invest in material possessions that will add value to your life. Purchase products that are durable and useful. And be mindful of your material possessions. Don't waste your money on clutter. Hell yeah. And keep in mind that the savings from this episode depend on how many material possessions you have, how often you shop, and how viable resource sharing is in your neighborhood. But even if these financial savings can seem small, just remember, it all adds up. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is It All Adds Up Podcast. Our website is It All Adds Up Podcast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at It All Adds Up The Podcast. And a huge shout out to John for handling all of the audio work for this podcast. Follow his bands by searching Stray Tuesday or Mother of Earl on Spotify and Apple Music. So what would you put on your list of 150 material possessions? I was thinking a deck of cards, but that's already 52 items right there. <laughs>